0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mark Prater Podcast, where our aim is to connect our global family of sovereign race churches with our executive director. Uh, Mark, those who follow the podcast know that a couple of weeks ago, uh, the leadership team had a retreat uh, with the regional leaders, uh, and uh, that went very well by, by all accounts. We have excellent regional leaders, and this was an opportunity for the leadership team and regional leaders to interact. One of the topics that you discussed, that you talked about, um, was the topic of biblical counseling, and you have some thoughts for us about that.
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, I agree with you. We have the best regional leaders uh, here in the, yeah, in the States, do. and I thank, I thank God for them. And one of the benefits of doing a retreat with them is we really do learn from them. We get updates from the region, and then we just have these conversations about how can we best serve the Churches of Sovereign Grace? That's why the leadership team exists. And so that the aim of that whole discussion is to find ways to continue to, to serve our churches because we, we love our pastors and we love our churches and want to serve them well. That's the primary task of the leadership team. And we got in this uh, conversation that was very fascinating regarding uh, basically the, the, how the, the, the therapeutic that you see in the culture today can impinge upon the church a bit. And um, and that can have some effects, obviously. but let me let me talk about what I mean by by the therapeutic. it's it's as um you know, it's, it's an age of expressive individualism. I know Truman uses that term um and you're finding that people um l- like the therapeutic in the past are looking for solutions to their problems outside of themselves and not looking first inside mm-hmm. um, where we know that indwelling sin still remains and uh, we have that fight, the mortification of sin, and then how how the word of God and the grace of God can be applied to that uh, to really help you grow. Um, one of the one of the things I one of the quotes I read to the regional leaders came from a book called Digital Liturgies by Samuel Jackson, and he referenced there a paper uh, written by Wilfred McClay. Wilfred McClay is more of an academic. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend you read the paper because it's just the scholarly work that I had to struggle through. But I thought he made a really good point. The title of the article is very interesting. The Strange Persistence of Guilt. And it's sort of the overall observation. There's a strange persistence of guilt that lingers in our culture. And this is sort of the summary that um, Samuel James gives of that article. Um, uh, McClay is basically saying there's this persistent sense of guilt in our society that has occurred for two competing reasons. And this is what James writes. First, there is the psychologization of guilt and shame. Few ideas enjoy such uniformity of consensus as the idea that any sense of moral failing or despair of one's flaws must be reinterpreted in therapeutic terms. You are not guilty. You are simply held to oppressive standards by your community. Your shame tells you nothing except that you need to actualize your authentic self Mm. and be and do whatever your heart tells you. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the second observation. However, despite such therapeutic answers to guilt and shame, modern people do not appear more at peace or reconcile with themselves. Instead, contemporary culture is brimming, brimming with unrest, anxiety, and yes, even a profound kind of guilt mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of the, the therapeutic soup that we can be living in a bit that um our the folks in our churches can be affected by we as pastors can be affected by and one of the effects that we're, we're seeing of that is we we find more people that are saying i, I need a I i need a therapist or i need a counselor meaning a therapist or counselor outside of the local church and of course let me be very clear about this there is a place for therapists and Counselors outside of the church, but we are concerned that what is getting replaced is the is the important role of biblical counseling that a pastor is called to provide for his churches to care for his church as a shepherd, because that's that's the wonderful metaphor in scripture, isn't it? That describes that shepherd imagery is used to to define us or to. Uh, to de- define us as pastors, as men who are called to care for their flocks. Yes. And that's so important. And we, um, we're we going to talk about this, I think, at the Pastors Conference, probably do a breakout session on this topic, where we want to try to serve our pastors to help them maintain the priority of biblical counseling in the church so we don't lose that. Because we here's the reason why. We will only find hope in God's word it's hmm. biblical counseling it's god's word that is living and active that transforms us and we as shepherds have to help our people apply god's word to, to their many difficult situations and the grace of god to those difficult situations so that the power of god can transform them and actually bring them hope and 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 when you when you talk about grace you point them to the one who has paid for all of our shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. There's only one who has done that. And so yes. there's only one who can offer hope to live a life without shame and guilt. And that is Jesus Christ Amen. and his finished work in the gospel.
0: Yes, that is, uh, that's 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 uh, helpful to be thinking about this topic. I had a, a guy in our church, young aspiring guy who's going to a conservative Bible college near us uh, who asked me if I had a therapist Uh, because Mm. one of his teachers told him that every pastor should have their own personal therapist. Um, So Mm. this stuff is ubiquitous, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, social media, Google ads, constantly promoting you need a therapist. Here's a number to call Get therapy. This Mm -hmm. is going to help you. And that's what the people in our churches are breeding uh, each day. Mm -hmm. It's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, Ben, you you were just you just got back from a week at the Pastors College where you yeah. intentionally registered and went to attend the pastoral ministry class, which you took many years ago when you were yeah. a PC student, but you took it again. So talk talk about why you took it again and what the effect was
0: on you this week. Took it again because it's been eleven years, and uh, <laughs> I remember sitting in that class uh, with CJ, being deeply encouraged, edified, strengthened, equipped. Uh, But as I told uh, my church last Sunday at the end of the service when I informed them, Kevin Bush and I were heading to Louisville to the class, here's the issue, is that I've leaked. Uh, I've leaked what I've learned. Uh, So I spent the past week uh, learning from CJ. I can think of no finer pastor to learn from about pastoral ministry than CJ. So a deeply edifying week, uh, invigorating, recalibrating. Uh, I came back from that class. Um, with a more fervent desire to be a faithful shepherd. Um, And to that end, uh, I wanted to share a quote uh, that CJ shared with us. CJ had many fine quotes with us, but this one affected me uh, from Thomas Oden, where he says, It is no small effort to which we set ourselves. The task about which we are seeking to think integrally is none other than learning properly to shepherd the body of Christ. One would expect physicians or attorneys to have grasped an integral theory of their task, some overarching conception of their official duty before beginning their practice. And yes, we pray they do. Uh, but in ministry in the last decade, some have thought it acceptable to proceed without any such general conception or overarching vision. Here's the, here's the, uh, the money. Yet the importance of the office of pastor still quietly mm. pleads with us to think with extraordinary care about the better and worse ways in which that office, shepherding, might be conceived and practiced. And so I heartily uh, agree with you about biblical counseling. that Our call to shepherd the people of God um, takes great care and thoughtfulness. And uh, we need to know the flock. We need to be students of the soul in order to care for uh, the flock. This takes great wisdom. It takes courage in difficult moments. Uh, but God provides all that we need in that, and so, Amen. Uh, may we grow uh, as a family of churches that have pastors who are eager to counsel uh, the people of God with the Word of God.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for going to that class, Ben. That's and that's a
1: reminder. <laughs> it is. It's such a good class. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it again. It's a reminder for all of us as pastors that we, as Ben said, we leak, and uh, we we need to have ongoing training. And there I couldn't recommend any better place to go than our pastor's college. Yes. And so an encouragement to guys, I know it costs money, I, I know it it requires time. I know it it affects things locally. Make all those sacrifices because you will become a better pastor by just being equipped. And not just being equipped, as Ben said, rejuvenated for pastoral ministry. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, I so appreciate, and I'm sure I can speak for most, if not all of us, we appreciate the careful thought that you you and the leadership team and the regional leaders are giving to this important area of addressing Mm -hmm. the therapeutic world, which is constantly intruding upon our churches, uh, living their lives in this world, surrounded by this kind of language and jargon. Um, And and so so grateful that you guys are thinking about how to serve us, equip us, strengthen us to counsel the people of God uh, with the word of God, which is what they need most. Mm So thanks, Mark. And thank you all for checking out the podcast. We'll see you here next week, Lord willing. Bye for now. Thank you for watching. If you have questions or comments, Mark would love to hear from you. For more videos like this, hit subscribe on YouTube or by email at markkprater.com.